This is the Tinkered Thinking Podcast. Episode 263, You Have a Point. The word point, in the sense of a matter being discussed, comes from the late 14th century. As with all words and phrases, it's drifted and morphed into all sorts of expressions. While you may think you have a point, someone else may say, what's the point, out of a negative sense of defeat? Or they may say, get to the point, out of frustrated restlessness. Neither seem to indicate that the distance between our perspective and our companion in dialogue is closing, but quite the opposite. It's only when we hear someone say, you have a point, that we move our discussion in the other direction. Such a statement is either overly polite, and a person wants to indicate a vaguely positive sentiment without conceding the point, or they have been surprised by an unexpected perspective, and their own is somewhat unsettled by this. It's only when someone reacts to our ideas by saying that they're on point that we know we're in accord. Perhaps in this sense it's more evocative of our common point of view. Clearly, the number of ways to use this deceptively simple word is large and wide-ranging, making it either very complex or incredibly simple. The fractured etymology of this word originally refers to a sharp instrument used to prick a hole in something. A sharp point, if you will. We can imagine an echo chamber getting a hole pricked in its conceptual fabric by a better idea. Such a hole in the bubble of our own little world might afford us a view of what's going on outside of our own claustrophobic little mindset. Indeed, it would be a new point of view. Any new point of view that we seriously entertain is inherently destabilizing. To lend it credibility is to risk usurping credibility from another part of our worldview. Such change requires a comfort with uncertainty that seems to be increasingly in short supply the safer our physical lives become. A risky physical environment makes us attentive because there can be so much more to lose. Such potential violence might prime the mind to stay receptive to new information in order to survive. Whereas a coddled mind, having less and less reason to fear any real repercussions, becomes stagnant and stubborn. In such a circumstance, we need to sharpen our own tool and challenge our echo chambers from the inside out. Nothing is more powerful than a good question to do this. We can sharpen our questions by rethinking them into new questions, asking them in more specific or counterintuitive ways, and in so doing fashion a point with which to poke a hole in our own echo chamber. A true question is an open-ended concept that creates forward momentum, a forward momentum that takes us out of our comfort zone and challenges us with a new perspective that exists outside our own opinion, seen by means of a new point of view. This episode references episode 128, Question, and episode 30, The Only Tool. If you'd like to further explore those references, please check out either of those episodes next. This is the Tinkered Thinking Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. If you find the Tinkered Thinking Podcast valuable, there are many ways you can support it. You can review it on iTunes. You can share it on social media with your friends. You can blog about it or discuss it on your own podcast. Or you can support it directly. And you can do this on the support page at tinkeredthinking.com. 
Both one-time support and monthly subscription support options are available. Thank you for your support of the show. It's listeners like you that make all of this possible. Any feedback or questions are always welcome, so feel free to reach out. And until tomorrow, remember to be careful about the context.